Well, you know what I think. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to deny that. I do want everyone to feel comfortable. That's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Please do not go religious. Somebody's going to hell over there. He better not. Even the devil will speak the truth for, for his own purposes. This is war. Accept it. Back to Jerusalem podcast. Yeah, I'm back and I'm armed with righteousness. With your host, Eugene Bach. He just seems like he's got it all figured out. He's a righteous dude. Yep. Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of China, where we are deeply entrenched into a 30-day prayer for the Tibetan people. The Tibetans have been held captive by Buddhism for generations, and we are praying for a breakthrough. We are praying that missionaries walk in the strength and the boldness of the Holy Spirit and have a spiritual breakthrough in the area. For this to happen, we need bombs to go and light the way. We need you as the, the, the supporters of Back to Jerusalem to pray and prepare the way for the ground troops to go and preach the gospel. This is not easy. I've just been spending some time together with Tibetan Buddhist orphans, what they have gone through, what they've experienced, and I know that we need your prayer more than ever. And that's why we've put out this 30-day prayer guide. This 30-day prayer guide introduces you to the darkest elements of Tibet and helps you to realize what the missionaries are up against, what we as Christians are up against, and what we need to conquer. The prayer guide helps you to pray intelligently. And I know many of you are not really wanting to read through the prayer guide, but would much rather listen to this short podcast on your way to work or at work. I've talked to individuals that one one group that we were just in Maine last week during a tour together with Brother Yun, and one guy said, I would love to listen to the prayer guide. I'm a painter, and I like to listen to podcasts and radio when I'm painting, and the woman who ran the sound at the church, she was also on the painting crew, and they said, yes, we would love to listen to the podcast. We would love to follow along with the prayer guide. If it's an audio form. Well, it's not just an audio form. Now, we've been talking about and we might still put this in audio form with a professional voice. But for right now, I felt that it was appropriate to be smack dab in the middle of the area that you are praying for and do the podcast from there. Is it going to be as nicely done? Probably not. Are you going to have a professional voice that is in a sanitized environment? No, definitely not. You got me. My quirky voice and a simple microphone attached to my mobile phone. And today is day nine. The evil spirits of Tibet. Now, when praying for the people in Tibet, it is important to remember who and what keeps them bound. One of the most striking things people notice when they visit Tibet is how different Tibetan Buddhism is from the rebranded, part-time, imported version that is usually witnessed in the West. Buddhist shrines in New York, Paris, and even Hong Kong or other parts of China are mostly dead and sanitized. Those are Buddhist light 
temples. And they're endorsed by skinny milk, no cream, hazelnut, latte drinkers everywhere. They are nowhere near the same as those found in Tibet. The Tibetan temples are active. And the moment you step into one, you will experience the difference. Walk into Tibetan temples and you will feel physically dirty. Nothing in Tibet is really clean. There is this unwashable film of filth on everything, on the streets, on the seats, windows, steps, clothes, everything. But I'm not talking about the kind of dirty that you find on clothes and windows. I'm, I'm not talking about the dirty that makes you, that, that makes you want to take a shower, but the kind of dirty that makes you want to take a shower, watch a Bambi movie and call your mother. That kind of dirty. The kind of dirty that comes from the inside. The kind that can't be scrubbed away with soap and shampoo. Tibet has a darkness that is tangible. What makes Tibetan Buddhism different from other light forms of Buddhism are the demons. The demons of Tibetan Buddhism are everywhere and hold the Tibetan people in the grips of their power. The people you see in Tibet do not look happy or even healthy. They look sick, like they are in some sort of trance. Their faces look ashy, and their hands are constantly dirty from throwing themselves on the ground in prayer all the time. The exhausting prayer demands of everyday Tibetan zaps the life out of them. And they do not even do it to attain enlightenment. They do it to appease the demons. Tibet is adorned with angry, evil faces of evil spirits, red demons with distorted faces, beady little eyes, and sharp, jagged teeth. Thug-looking evil Buddhists perched on high and look down with an evil grimace as poor, exhausted worshippers pray in fear. Tibetan demons make Tibetan Buddhism different from the bastardized versions of Buddhism you'll find in Thailand, Japan, or trendy streets in America. Demons like Yama are depicted everywhere with a red, angry face and a pig nose. Tibetans are scared to death of this demon because he rules the underworld and is a judge of how you treat the monks. If you do not pray at the temple, obey your monk or give them good things, then you might suffer the judgment of Yama, who rules over the dead and torments the souls of the unfaithful. The resemblance of Yama and Satan cannot go unnoticed. On another temple, you might see the horrifying figure of Begtza, the goddess of war. You would not be able to know by looking at the flames and the swords coming out of her body that she is a woman. She's covered with all things affiliated with combat, and is a ruthless warrior. So if you find yourself attracted to power, you might actually stumble across the demon of a Kajadi, the goddess of darkness, who has one eye, one tooth, and one breast. Lovely guy. These are just the beginning. Demons are everywhere in Tibet, and they're active. They instill the spirit of fear in the lives of everyday people. And the chain needs to be broken. Today, when you pray for the Tibetan people, keep in mind three prayer points. One, demons play a large part in the spiritual darkness of Tibet. Two, the demons rule Tibet with fear and evil.
and 3. Pray that the fear of Tibetan demons will be shed from the people's lives. Today's scripture reading comes from Psalms 56, 2 through 4. You've heard it many times, I'm sure. Mine enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me. O thou most high, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word, in God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Thank you so much for joining us for another Back to Jerusalem podcast for a special podcast of 30 Days of Prayer. And thank you for praying for Tibet. God bless.